All right, we're going to start off in prayer. In the name of Allah, the beneficent and merciful, surely I'm being turned unto thee, strive to be upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I am not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. No associate has he this I am commanded, and I am of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee, thou art my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults, so please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee, and guide me into the best of morals, for none can guide me into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the even then decent morals, for none can turn away from me the even then decent morals but thee. And all I bless Muhammad and bless the true followers of Muhammad, as thou did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham, for sure that thou art praiseworthy magnified. And all I make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful, as thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful, for sure that thou art praiseworthy magnified. Amen. All right, we are on part number four. We are on part number four of the mind of God, the thinking of God. For those who are tuning in, maybe on Facebook, tuning in, maybe on YouTube. If you go to www.brotherbenlinks.com, you can hit that top button. It's going to open up your text message. Just hit send because it's going to populate the message for you. When you text nation to my number. It's going to resend you a link, and that link is going to be a Zoom link with the passcode, and that's how you can come on the Zoom directly with us. If this is one of your first time being on the uh, Zoom directly with us, make sure you take notes as you're listening to the minister speak, because at the end, we're going to go over what stood out to you, what impacted you, so somebody can hear uh, what they probably missed. All right, so we're going to get right on into it. Mind of God, part four. Oh, you done lost your husband already. Always going to be somebody more beautiful than you. But if you're most beautiful to him, then you've closed his eyes to some other beauty. And that's what you got to be doing. Closing his eyes. And you close his eyes by being yourself. What is yourself? A righteous Muslim. Well, I guess so much for lesson number one on emotion and thinking like God. There's so much on this subject that I really want to say. But if from this point, Tonight, when you have a decision to make, let's try to see if we can put our feelings under our intelligence. Yeah. Try it. Something simple. Try it. Something simple. Like a pair of sneakers. 
$175. Now, emotion would say, everybody on the block got some of them shoes. I want that. But it's $175. You got it? No, but I can steal. Now, that's a decision that you're going to make. Based on what? Emotion. So you're going to beat your brother over a pair of shoes, over a jacket. That's madness, brother. Think. What is a shoe for? To cover the foot. To allow you to walk in a nasty environment without hurting your foot. Now I got on snake skin. I could wear Tom McCann just as nice. But I could afford the snake skin. Maybe you can. Well, what you can afford? The idea is to cover your foot. Not to keep up with the Joneses. I wear a leather coat. I went and bought it. I liked it. Yes, sir. It had mink on the inside. I bought it. I could afford it. That's right. I'm not trying to lead you to break your neck right. you. to try to keep up with me. You'll be able to wear the best, but don't start there. Right. I didn't. That's right. Start where it's comfortable for you. That's thinking unemotional. That's very mathematical, very practical. I'm just going to get me a pair of shoes. I want the best, but I can't afford it. When you go to buy a car, what, what do you really want? You want the best. Anybody in here that don't want the best, raise your hand. You see any hands raised, brother? No, sir. You know why you want the best? Because you are the best. You are the best. But if you cannot afford the best, then you got to suppress the emotion and heighten the reason. Yeah. Well, I do want a Mercedes-Benz. I just can't afford that bad boy. But I do want to ride. So I'm going to get me a Chevy. It ain't the best, but I'll get the best in the Chevy department. They got this nice-looking caprice. It ain't what I want, but it's what I can afford right now. And I know the white man not going to come and get it three months from now because I can't make the payment. Think intelligently, brothers. You're going to be able to get the best that is in the world, but you don't start there. You start where you can afford. Sisters, don't force your husband. 
into debt. Debt makes a man a slave. Do you want a slave? You don't. Lies. Anytime you go downtown and buy your living room set and your bedroom set and your washing machine and your dryer and your refrigerator and sign on the dotted line, you're making somebody a slave. The moment you can't pay the bill, here come a nasty letter, then a phone call, then somebody knocking on your door, coming to take their stuff, because you haven't paid for it yet. See how people put you down when your desires are more than your ability? Keep your emotion in check by intelligent, practical, mathematical logic. Yeah. And you grow strong economically, brothers and sisters. Don't spend beyond your means. Yes, sir. Why did Donald Belize's mama tell us that the diameter of the earth is 7,926 miles? Because if the diameter is 7,926 miles, then you know what the circumference is. Because C is pi D. That's a, that's a formula. Yes, sir. So if the diameter is 7,926 miles and pi is 22 sevenths or 3.14, then you multiply 3.14 by the diameter and you got the circumference, 24,896 miles. Well, if you know the diameter of your paycheck, don't live in space. <laughs> Come on. Go ahead, brother. Come on. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody jumping off in space? It's peaceful out here. <laughs> you weren't made to live in space. You are not a space cadet. <laughs> so when you know you only make $300 a week, $250 a week, $500 a week, your wife makes $1,000 a week. <laughs> Usually she make more than the brother. Oh, that's a terrible thing when they do that, brother. That sure puts you in a terrible squeeze, don't it? She make more money than you talk stronger. <laughs> After a while, you start looking like Mickey Mouse or talking like Donald Duck in the house. Looking more like Goofy. That's a shame. But whatever your salary is, that's the diameter then you know the circumference of your reality. Yes. Live within your reality. And if you live within your reality, and I live within mine, then it's spheres within spheres, then pretty soon God will grow your reality. Yes. If you can accept where you are and build from there. But if you're going to just live in dreams now, 
You got Rolls Royce taste, but Volkswagen pocketbook. <laughs> sister said, did you say get a bicycle, sister? Now, I, I don't mean to bore you with this, but because of the emotion, that's how the Jew and the white boy stays in power. You go downtown to buy a suit, and he laid a suit on you and said, this is beautiful. He snatches it in the back and pulls it. It's really beautiful. Fits. <laughs> beautiful. Put on them funny colored lights, and you swear it's the color you thought, you know what I mean? And he charges you double the money. And if you find where the white man, the smart white man, buy his clothes, he buys $500 suits for $150. He don't spend no $500, only you. And you working weeks, hustling months. For what, sisters? I told my wife when I married her, Boy, and that's why it ain't nothing too good for her now. That's right. Nothing. Anything I can give her, she got it. Because she ain't never raised her voice at me when we were just eating beans. That's right. I made $44.10 a week. 90 cent they took out for social security or whatnot. And they give me $44 in my hand. I had a wife and three children. I went upstairs, look at my TV. It was an old raggedy TV, but it worked. I didn't buy no new TV. I bought what I could afford because I told my wife I wasn't having no white man come to my door and threaten me over no bill because I'll kill him. You don't try to make no boy out of me when my God and my messenger are trying to make a man out of me. And I'm not going to let you talk to me like I'm some chump. Because I owe you some money. Because in the first place, I'm going to try not to owe you no money. I said, baby, whatever we can afford, that's what we get. Ain't no emotion involved in this. I went to an old store. I wanted a rug on the floor. And I saw a beautiful rug for $20. You couldn't come to my house and say that that was a $20 rug. I bought an old good rug for $20. Get that man that 20 We were so happy when we spread that bad boy out in our raggedy apartment. We got our first rug. I found some old sofa and chairs. And I put them on my back and took them to a place that reupholsters and worked several weeks and got the money up, bought the, uh, the, uh, the, um, the fabric from where I worked, got the, uh, what they call seconds or remnants, 
and put a beautiful set together. You couldn't come in my living room and know that that was a set that I just found. But it was mine. And wasn't nobody coming to my door to take nothing. Only thing I had knew was a kitchen set. You understand? I want to beautify my little apartment. I'm not no uh, a mechanical man, but I learned I'm up there putting wallpaper, I mean, uh, yeah, wallpaper up. Doing the best I could. My wife sitting there looking at me, laughing. You know? <laughs> but I was trying. When you make $45 a week, what you gonna do? I couldn't hire no wallpaper man to come in. I'm the wallpaper man. I hired myself. I had five rooms, didn't have no furniture, but for three. So I closed off two. Just was practical, that's all. Today, I don't have to do that no more. Today, I can go and buy a car off the floor. I'll take that. On credit, no cash. But I've been at this going on 40 years. You just got started. Don't try to do that. I hope you don't have to start as bad as I started. Maybe you can start on a higher level. But I'm telling you, if you don't, use emotion. That's one of the things Elijah Muhammad drills into us. We don't work like that. We don't try to keep up with the Joneses. We do the best we got. If we got to eat off a crate, Get you some fabric and dress up the crate. Nobody got to know it's an orange crate. Get you some material and put some frills on it. Dress it up. You can take a towel and do something with it. That's what the MGT and GCC class is all about. It's to teach a woman how to take nothing and make something out of it. But sisters, don't try and tell the sisters to be poor if they got means that they can do better. Live within your means. But don't look down on one Muslim or one person that does not live like you live. When I first came to Chicago as a Muslim, and I saw the way the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's children were living, it was inspirational to me. They had beautiful apartments. It was apartments in those days. But Sister Ethel Sharif, she actually knew how to upholster furniture. And her furniture was magnificent. They made their drapes and their, oh man, their house was laid out. And when I saw that, I went back home. I had an idea now to make my own house look better. Wherever you live, make it look better. Stop spending your money on cigarettes and alcohol and cocaine and foolishness. Spending $6 and $7 a week to go to the movie to watch some love scene.
Hell, you and your wife get together in front of a mirror and pay yourself the six dollars. I'm sorry, be unemotional about this thing. Be practical. I think it's time for me to go. Every one of you Muslims get these lessons and start studying the supreme wisdom and come up into the mind of God. I thank you so much for coming out tonight. May Allah bless you. Assalamu alaikum. All right, family. <clears throat> Y'all heard it. Anybody who has something that you would like to share, go ahead and press it number one. Something that stood out to you about what he said. Emphasis on what he said. Uh, do anybody have anything that you would like to share about what you heard him say? All right. First up, we have Brother Winford. Oh, my bad. I got to let y'all unmute yourselves. All right. You should be able to unmute yourself now. All right. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, Yes, sir. To hear him say, uh, you know, not to, you know, just go all out when you don't have it. A lot of times that's that's kind of kind of challenging, too, you know, um, because the way that the world is built and the way that the world has um, presented itself to us. You know, it, it's to drain us and to leech off of us when we don't really have anything. So. To hear the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan come back and let us know to, you know, start small and grow large, man. You know, they, that's that's encouraging, you know, because a lot of time, like I said, you do try to, uh, you want you want nice things. You've been devalued so long, you know, or you see what other people have. And the Quran says, do not look at what other people have and, and stare at what they have and you try to get what they have. So just to hear the minister say, say that in to use his own life. You know, a lot of us, we see the minister now and see that he's driving nice cars and these types of things, but don't remember the life that he had starting out. So, uh, yeah, he struggled too. And uh, we know that the struggle is ordained in anything that we do. So it does make it a little, it makes makes it a lot better, actually, to uh, be able to hear encouraging words like that of a perfect example uh, of the Honorable Minister's Fire Club that we could take to and strive to live ourselves. Thank you. Praise be to Allah. Uh, we got up next, Eric. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother Dan. Uh, peace to you all, family. Peace, peace, peace. All praise due to Allah. Uh, I just wanted to say that the message was beautiful. Uh, but I, I do want to say that I think it's important that everybody take a second and understand money is simply an energy exchange, brothers and sisters. Um, and when you learn uh, where to place, where to place your energy, uh, and grow these systems and things, they can benefit you, as the Honorable Minister Farrakhan was saying. You know, uh, we do deserve to live uh, a higher lifestyle, but we must be at one with spirit first. You know, these material possessions, at the end of the day, they mean nothing. Uh, we see the dollar collapsing. 
we see that um, the majority of the foundation that this country was built upon was all lies. So at the end of the day, it's about bettering yourself, becoming one with spirit and learning that you can get there one day, but you must operate from a place of balance. And I think once we get that, you know, life will be easier for us all. It's okay to want to eat healthier and do all these things, but brothers and sisters, it costs to be alive. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thank you, Brother Ben. Yes, sir. Sister Yolanda. Assalamualaikum. Um, part that stood out for me was uh, putting your feelings under intelligence. When the minister broke down the diameter of the earth into that uh, equation, which will equal their circumference of a thing. And then he further went on to say about your paycheck, which basically get what you can afford. Don't go around signing your name on the dotted lines because you make yourself into that slave because now you're not working to help uplift or bring your, um, ah, the word escapes me. Anyway, you're working for the material things as opposed to working to build your nation as we should strive to do in our nation of Islam. Live within your means. Start small and grow large. Because when we came into this earth realm, we started small. To grow into a child, to grow into an adolescent, teenager, and then to become an adult. So as I suggest to my children, just because of what you see in front of you, there's so many different influences out here. When you don't start with a spiritual foundation or just a foundation, some people don't like to hear spiritual, but it is what it is. You just out there in the wilderness just grabbing for stuff because of what you see in front of you. But everything that you see in front of you is not meant for you. First of all, learn you. Know you. Accept you. Accept your own and be yourself. Not what you see out there. So everything he said to me, I, I can draw on everything he said because it brings you back down to, well, for me, when I get too high, it brings me back down to my child stage. Okay, let me start this all over again because I'm not establishing my own identity. I'm trying to chase an identity that I see in front of them. So the identity that I want to chase is the example in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So when I live, like he said, if you want to go to acting school, look at me. So live with him, your means, Yolanda, Sister Yolanda. Start small and then you grow. And I love the videos and examples that you put out there yourself, Brother Ben, and the uh, event that you had taking place this weekend. Great. Back when, when you said you was driving a car with no air condition, now up to speed, look where you have grown to. We all have to start somewhere. But first and start and find yourself. Asalaamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Salaam. Praise be to Allah. Sister Brianna. Asalaamu Alaikum, everyone. This is a good one. Powerful. And 
you know, who doesn't want luxury? Luxury, good homes, friends of all walks of life, uh, money. Like, that's what's owed to us. That's what we will get eventually. So it's not a bad thing wanting them. But living in your means is very important. And downgrading also is okay for the situation at hand. Like, I just got this SUV, and I like it. I think I'm going to have to get another SUV because this 2023 is expensive. I no longer work for my tech company, um, but that's okay because at least I'm not killing myself for something that I know now isn't as sufficient as it once was, right? And it's okay to do that uh, because and then I can still do more and then I can give more to my charity. Like that's a part of my budget that does not move. Like that's that one thing has no wiggle room at all, right? So if anything, uh since I'll be saving money on this in the a, in a older SUV minus the year that we're in now, then I can help more. I can do more. But I just wanted to say that because some people are like ashamed if they have to downgrade or go back a little bit. And there should be no problem with it as long as you know where you're going. Like this isn't a, a downfall. This isn't a setback. It's a more strict. It's a better uh, and more strategic move. Uh, because this payment is like $900 a month, bro. My 2017 world was $425, and now I'm paying $919, right? And at first, I didn't care. And now, like, I don't think I even want to, right? Because I do Uber Eats, and I do all these other side gigs. So technically, I could afford it, but it's like, for what? If I could just go back to, like, a 2019 or, or whatever, why am I paying $500 more a month, right? At the time, I was like, I really like it. I've never had a blue car. I love I love blue, right? And now I'm just like, that just isn't logical. Even if you can do it, is it logical, right? So that's all I wanted to say. It is okay to uh, to live of your means or even a little bit below. So that's all. <laughs> and that, yeah, the interest rate. I don't know, my interest rate is like four, so it's not bad, but they're expensive still. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Sister Golda? <laughs> Hi, Assalamualaikum family. Um, so as the minister was talking, it made me think of something that E.T. was saying in the video prior. He was talking about how Warren Buffett was binging on the financial records of GM. And I believe he said like 1954 or something like that, because that was their best year. And I thought about that because the minister's like, get out your emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at somebody, especially when you look at the minister now and you see how much he has and you don't realize what he just went through, how he went through all that to upholster his furniture, you know, to, to make sure his house was nice so he don't owe nobody money. But to take it even further, when you look at a lot of white people that are affluent, our people get really in their emotions. Oh, it's just because they white. But then when you look at it, like, hold on, like we can learn from some of this. Just because they do have a privilege doesn't mean that some of them didn't work because not every white person is rich. Not every white person is a millionaire billionaire. So they must have done something different than the others to put them in that place. So it would behoove us to study that. Like that's that's cold to think like he went back to look at their best year and said, let me study that so I can mimic that. And even though we might not like the way that they are. We might not like the way that they run society. Some of them could be good teachers for us. You could study your enemy and learn something. You don't have to learn their 
negative ways, but you could definitely learn something. Cause that, that right there, when he kept talking about getting out your emotions and even with the shoes, all this, it was a lot of things, but that, that theme kept making me think like, we could, we could, we could take a page from their book sometimes and, and study that. And, and that could help our people grow because a lot of the ways that, you know, Jewish people work, the Zionist Jews, they really do take care of their own. They really do keep their businesses to themselves. The Vietnamese, you know, when I used to get my nails done, the, the girl that was doing my nails, I asked her, I said, how come y'all all do this? You know, and I was like, not to be offensive, but how come everybody, all the Vietnamese people own nail places? And she was like, when one person comes here, we, we make sure that we pull money together for someone else at home to come here and go to school. So they, they, it's like a chain. So they know the next person's in line. Okay. Let's pull the money together for that person to come over here and go to school. Now the next person's in line. So eventually they got their whole little town over here. So, um, so that's, that was really the reflection of getting out your emotions and not looking at somebody else like, oh, they have this and not thinking, let me learn something from that, regardless of if I agree with them or not. So, that's all I'm We have Arrington Bacon. Arrington Bacon. Got to unmute yourself. Going once. Going twice. All right, we're going to go ahead and uh, Sister Wendy. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, so, yeah, I was listening to uh, the minister uh, speak in regards to uh, emotions and us keeping uh, our emotions in check when it comes to. Uh, spending and our living habits and what i and i heard in another um teaching he said before that uh a lot of times in most cases we as black people we're covering our uh insecurities and our inability to feel good about ourselves with the labels and material things so and then i thought about how my son um is very emotional about his basketball and in one game, he allowed his emotions to get out of whack and it just went really bad. And so when I think of it collectively, I think like that's how we are as a uh, people, a black community. We we have insecurities, which leads to our unchecked emotions. We're trying to get these things, these things to to feel to feel good, to feel good about ourselves and and our accomplishments. Uh, and at the end of the day, you're still empty because the, like the sister said, everything starts with a spiritual foundation because once you uh, secure that uh, knowledge of self, uh, the insecurities, they go, they vanish. So when you know who you are, there's a different way that you feel. So you don't need to spend real big to have the biggest house and, and be selfish because uh, there's not enough to go around, but I have to be the shining star. And so uh, every, you know, and so everything is out of whack. But when you have that foundation of self-knowledge and love, as as we as believers have been taught and we try and live on a daily basis, things tend to balance out. And then you can check those motions and uh, 
and you don't need things of this world to make you feel good in spite of what we see on TV or what we see in our everyday lives, we are okay. And so I, I lived that. I had to live that uh, coming from prison. Uh, I thought that would be a really, really hard thing to do. But our prejudice are due to a lot that um, coming from one status and having to involuntarily downgrade my lifestyle to a simple life. It's, it's still fulfilling. It's, it feels great. It's better. And, and I have to say that's just because I understand what it is that the minister has been teaching all these years. And I'm so thankful. Thank you. I'm sorry. I was on mute. Brother Shakur. <clears throat> brother Shakur. Yes, sir. I'm trying to unmute it. Slow like a brother Ben. How you been? How you and the family? Like Salon doing black tastic. <laughs> well, <laughs> blacklickly you can do that, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so um the one thing that this stands out, you know what I'm gonna say is is study your lessons. Study your lessons, right? Now we always now it was just now when I talked to my my nephew this this morning, I always and I talked to one of my brothers that's a minister in the nation. And um just you know, always go over them with supreme mathematics. What's mathematics for today? Because remember everything that you see from my eyeglasses to the clothing to the material that it's a it's mathematics behind all that code. All really is all is numbers, just like you see on the matrix. So this is why knowing your supreme mathematics is so important. It gets you into the mindset of moving mathematically correct, because if it don't add up, it don't make sense. This is why you must move and think mathematically correct. Right. So. I'm going to start. I'm going to try to sum this up in a way so you can so you can understand, like even when you go to court. And you start talking right now. I, I said before that to understand the words, you know, connotative versus denotative, you need an etymology dictionary. Right. That's to understand. So you can know how to read and you know specifically what somebody is saying to you. Right. This is about studying. So when you get your supreme wisdom or. The, the nation of gods of earth call it 120, which you have 120 degrees of wisdom, 120 degrees of, of uh, 120 degrees of knowledge, 120 degrees, 120 degrees, because they family. We all family. So that those lessons are to get you. That's going to connect you to everything in life. Like the minister just said in that in that. Uh, in that uh, in that clip. He was talking about the circumference of the planet Earth, right? Now, it says, you know, when you learn what your tw the 12 Jews of Islam are, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, right? Freedom, justice, equality, food, clothing, shelter, love, peace, and happiness. 
It's what you need to know. Happiness is to know who you are and why you are and what prescribed laws you must carry out to maintain that. So you got to keep adding and taking away from things that come in your life every day. That's number eight, build or destroy. So that's why this mathematics is so important and how to combine them and understand because your lesson's going to take you through everything. That's why Brother Ben, I always say settle on the best part, right? They say, where is devil manufactured? It's say, Pilon, the same that is called Patmos in the Revelations. Well, when you study your lessons, it's going to reference something physically. It's going to it's going to also reference something uh, uh, that's spiritual, mental, and reference an archetype. So when it says, "Where's the devil manufactured?" said an island, right? Where's the only place that's an island inside your body is your mind, right? It's a piece, an entity completely surrounded by water. This is why Jesus said the same thing. Because remember, all the, the, the scholars of this world who are lettered men, who are learned men, who have degrees, which is just like Nicodemus. You know, the, 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 the Pharisees sent Nicodemus to Jesus to try to spark him, to try to light him up. He said, how can a man be born again when he old? Right. How can a man enter into his womb, a mother's womb a second time? Jesus was like, you know, pretty much like you're a scholar. You're supposed to know this. Right. But Jesus was a poor, righteous teacher. He was a five percenter. And our lessons that say, who is the who is the five percent and poor part of earth? You say they are the poor, righteous teachers. Jesus was a poor, righteous. teacher. We call ourselves poor because right? we don't charge for this. He said he was a poor, righteous teacher. Who are they? They are the poor, righteous teachers who do not believe in the teaching of the 10 percent and are all wise and know who the living God is and teach that living God is the son of man, the supreme being, the black man of Asia and teach freedom, justice, and equality to all the human families of the planet Earth. Otherwise known as civilized people, also a Muslim and Muslim sons. Ooh, our lessons be smoking, man. But you got to study you got to study. That's what he was telling. That's what that's what Jesus was telling. Because Jesus never said he was a Christian. You know, you didn't get the term, even though the messenger tells us what Islam is older than the sun, moon, and stars. But you didn't get that. That, but he already gave you the definition of what those is and the birthright question. But you got to study that. So he goes on to say, when you study, Jesus said what? He said you have to be born of water and spirit. Where's the only, same like Pilon, same play devilism, same way you have to be reborn again is in your mind. Because 98, 95% of your body is water. And the most of that water is around your brain. You got to study. You got to study your lessons and have practical, like somebody said, it's called applied mathematics for a reason. You got to apply what it is that you know so that you move mathematically correct. So if you don't have and you have to get somebody who's at your mosque or somebody who is in your town who know these lessons, who have had these, like Brother Ben X, I told Ben, ben I told, said we had this build a long time ago. I said, there's some brothers and sisters that had these lessons over 40 years and have been studying it. And like the minister state, I stay a student, so I remain humble to be able to walk you through these so they show you how they connect you to the science of everything in life. My father just called me the other day. And he's in uh he's a deacon in the church and he was having a study with the men and he said, son, you know, because I told him a while ago, I said, 
when you look for planet for life on any planet, it's four things you're looking for: carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. He said, "Do you know they just did a study in a, a university in Wisconsin or in in Boston that they did the uh, did the DNA test of the Chinese and the Japanese and said 98 percent of their DNA is African?" He said, "You told me that the original man is the Asiatic black man." Because I just heard somebody say on a comment and making us, I was taking a break from studying. Why he said, I never understood why you say Asiatic because we're not Asian. I said, Here we go. Because somebody don't study their lessons. Because all the different material that's out here, these lessons have shown and walked me through everything in life. So when you go back to those four particular, particular elements, you're looking for life on the planet, no matter where you go carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen, right? 21% of this planet of the atmosphere is made out of hydrogen. Hydro meaning water, gen meaning genetics. That's why it's genetics, because your water is in the genetics. Your, your genetics come through the water, but you got to study this. This on your periodic table. Yes, and then majority of that is uh seven, eight percent is nitrogen. That's 90, add them to, that's 99% of this planet is made of those things. But carbon, the rest of it is carbon and the rest of those little bit of elements. But the thing about carbon is carbon is the basic fundamental life that all life forms come from. So when the people talk about we got to reduce the carbon footprint, they talk about your black butt. You come from, you don't get no blacker than carbon. That's the 666, six carbons, six, I mean, and carbon, six hydrogen, six six neutrons, and six electrons. Six, six, six. This, this stuff is so deep. That's why I keep telling you that when these people go back and try to translate your ancestor stuff, it's not in them. It's not in them. They lack the cipher to complete their mathematics. It's genetically not in them. They're not the original man. Just like Jesus said the same thing. I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pulling this up. He said, I'm, I'm going to say it. He said, uh, got about one more minute land. Yes, sir. He said, uh, he said, just as, just as Moses went up and raised up a serpent, so shall I raise up the son of man. You're going to be put back in the first place. That's why you got to know you the son. That's it, brother Ben. I'm stopped right there. Like I said, and brother Ben X, you know, I'm always say you got to study your lessons. For those who would have had somebody study lessons, Brother Ben X, you need to walk them through that. You had enough of them in a long time to know, but you know, I help who I can help. So if they want me to help them, they contact you and then we'll set something up and then we'll go from there. Salam alaikum. Alaikum Thank you. Brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum, family. Um, Brother Shakir always get me tied up whenever he's speaking. So I appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. Well, I wanted to speak on just on the comparison being the thief of joy. Um, personally, I've I've struggled with that. I went through a whole experiment of unfollowing people on social media, just eliminating those distractions because you get uh, to a point where you begin to feel less of yourself or the goals that you're completing because you get to look at somebody else and what they've accomplished. And you're like, well, I haven't done enough. But you really have to control or have that tunnel vision, um, which we're speaking about now, being mathematical and not allowing our emotions and our pride and things like that to get away of our growth. Because we're making a lot of strides. We're making a lot of difference in what we're doing in our world. And as the minister brought out, start where you are. 
Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Don't don't look at this next person and say, what aren't you doing? Let's look at that next person and be inspired and then see what you can do to contribute to the to the mission for sure. Peace. Yes, sir. Thank you, Sister Beatrice. Assalamualaikum. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, when the minister was talking about emotions, I spoke about this yesterday and I was thinking about this this morning. Um, sometimes when when we see other people advanced and we don't have what they have, um, sometimes God is withholding that from us. Sometimes God is withholding that from us because he wants to build our character. There's something within us that um, we may not recognize or that we may recognize, but we are not really um, wanting to deal with it. So like the sister was talking about insecurities, we we try to fill those, those gaps of insecurity with um, material things to try to make us feel better. But then in the long run, we end up um, hating the thing that we most wanted. And we're looking at the thing and we don't treat it as well as we thought um, as, as we really should. So, you know, it, it, we mishandle it. Um, it. It starts to, you know, come apart at the seams and, and we just don't take care of it the way that it should be taken care of. Um, so I, I really look at it as a means of character building. We, we have to work on our character. So when we are in a position where we can do better, we're really going to appreciate the thing that we do have. And when we see other people struggling, we're, we won't be so judgmental or we won't be looking or um, coming from a place where um, we just won't be moving off of um, unintelligent emotions. Um, we'll, we'll be a little more responsible with with how we're looking at a thing or how we're treating certain people or a situation. Um, my break is almost over. So alaikum. thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you. Next we have, uh, nobody else has pressed the number one. I don't think. Okay. So what I wanted to also share was, um, what stood out to me was the minister, I think Sister Yolanda pointed out where he goes over the the conference and the diameter. And I just want to point out how he's, I mean, yes, we know that we want to study the lessons and uh, know those actual facts so that we know that, uh, you know, we're the real owners of the planet Earth. So we want to know what our square mileage is. But I like how he also brings it down to modern time in a practical way in our own lives, even right now where we are, like what is the, you know, the, the diameter or the circumference of my income? And, 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 and am I staying uh, within that? Am I staying within my means? But we can also look at that and, and think about maybe even our abilities, understanding who we are, getting knowledge of ourselves and not stepping outside of what we're capable of and what we're skilled at. Um, so that we're not doing poor jobs and things as well. So I just like how the minister man makes the lessons practical. Uh, it's not just about remembering them and studying them and, uh, you know, so that we can quote them. Uh, because, you know, it says that in the lessons, it said, remember them by heart. But what the minister does in, in, in this lecture and other several, several other lectures, like, for example, when he talks about why does Muhammad 
or any Muslim murder the devil. We have a book, our savior book, where it talks about, well, whenever you save a black man in that same act, you have murdered the devil because it's a mindset that has to be destroyed, not necessarily a skin color. So as we are uh, reading our lessons and going over just the teachings, period, let's all strive to look at self, 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 as he teaches us, self-improvement is the basis for um, community development. And I think if we just keep that at the forefront of our minds, we will continue to self-improve. We'll continue to improve our families, which will improve our communities, which will improve our nation. Another thing that stood out to me was the fact that he was talking about starting small. Y'all talked about it, uh, getting that shoot. If it's a milk carton, you put that thing over it. You know, as long as it's clean, you know, you work with what you got. And many of us, I think all time we feel down because we are where we are. But if you, the Quran talks about, and I'm paraphrasing, study the history. And when you see what happened to them in history as a consequence, it kind of gives you foresight into what will happen if you follow that. It doesn't say it that way, but I'm paraphrasing basically the point of it. <clears throat> so when we look at anybody who is successful, or uh, we look at anybody who has gotten to a position that we want to be at, if we really stop looking at the product and look at the process in the beginning, they started where you was. Now, everybody didn't. Some people was handed down. Some people, you know, their parents put them in position. But hey, honestly, we shouldn't look down on that because we should be trying to put our children in position but even children who was put in position it's always a struggle that somebody got to go through so everybody struggled to get there and some of us forget that because now you see them in a nice suit now you see them in a nice house a nice car but they started probably more poor than you a lot of people they were looking at when we hear eric thomas every morning this brother was homeless eating out of trash cans he talks about this but we see him now, number one motivational speaker in the world. He's inspiring you all, oh, man. He's giving us game and all. Oh, he woke me up. I've been listening to him since 2013. But it's like, man, don't forget that he was, you know, sleeping in abandoned buildings, eating out of the trash can. Some of y'all on here, you going through some stuff, but you ain't in no abandoned building. You know, uh, you ain't eating out of no trash can. You may not be in your own house. You may not be in your own apartment, but you may not be in an abandoned building. And hey, even if you are in an abandoned building, shoot, you may, you, you, it's some people that can't find no abandoned, they outside in the cold. And if you're outside in the cold, it's somebody that's dead, man. So as long as you still got breath in your body, we still got a working mind, man, we can change our condition. But let's strive to, as the minister teaches us in this, in this lecture, do it mathematically and breathe and be, uh, and be practical about it because life is practical so when we're reading our books uh yes it's a lot of spiritual knowledge you know yes we're gonna get up there we're gonna get deep we're gonna we're gonna get into the science but after that okay then what how do we bring this back down come on back down here because you know i wasn't paying attention in science class anyway okay we weren't paying attention in social studies and history anyway okay let's bring it back up here to 2023 how does that make sense today and that's what you know i love about the teachings man he's able to take that which we was taught was happening 2,000 years ago and say, no, this is prophecy. Look at how this applies principle-wise today. And the more we do that with our, um, you know, our own lives, man, we can, we can grow. The sister spoke about, you know, sometimes studying a white man. Yeah, 
Honorable Elijah Muhammad in message to the black man said to study the operations of the white man because he works together in a collective manner and he um, makes no excuses for his failures. But some of us may say, well, we well, ain't finna learn from no white man. That's emotional. That's emotional because it's not about the skin color. If it's the truth, at the end of the day, it's from Allah. When we get something from the minister, we don't say all oh, praises due to the honorable minister. Look, no, we say all oh, praises due to Allah. Because at the root of him, he's seeking refuge in the God. It is the, the wisdom of Allah, the truth. He said the earth, universe, this all was built on truth. Our mind was, was made, brain was made to think right, according to the minister, what he's teaching us. So this is why we have to even convince ourselves to do wrong. Because our mind has already wanted to do the right thing. That self-accusing spirit, God within, is already talking to it. We got to try to justify to do wrong, which is why he said devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So this is the Mind of God lecture for anybody who want to watch this in full. Go to YouTube, type in the Mind of God if y'all if y'all don't want to watch it without our commentary. And if you would like to come on every morning, uh, type in www.brotherbenlinks.com. Um, today is Monday. As I always say, uh, let's set a goal today to prove that we're gods. We're talking about the mind of God. Brother, brother, uh, brother Shakir going to tell us, you got to study. You got to study. You got to study your lessons. You know he going to hit us with it every time. Well, now the minister has taught us how to study them. Don't just look at them. Don't just read them. But the minister is giving us perspective on, okay, this is how I apply the principle of what I'm saying in my life. So if, if the lessons is asking us why, as the minister taught us in his lecture too, that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the real question is, why did God ask why? Because he wants us to come up into his mind. Well, if God is able to say, be Kun fa kun, and it is, then we too can do that. If you're Christian on here and you just tuning in because you want to hear a word, what well, your Bible says or our Bible says, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So whatever's holding us back this week or what was holding us back last week, let's make a conscious decision today. Today is Monday of what you want to accomplish, what you want to overcome, and then Friday, I'm telling you now, Friday. On the call in the morning, I want to hear what y'all was able to do, what you was able to take that's in your mind and you brought it into reality. Whatever you can do in seven days. Now, don't try to say, Brother Ben, I want to give me a 10,000 square feet home and I want to change the whole community. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, that's going to take some time. So don't even, don't even try to do that in seven days. Whatever you think you can do in seven days, whatever's holding you back, how are you going to overcome it? You, you may have to put together a plan. You may not have the plan right now because what Eric Thomas say, if you watching hip hop of Atlanta, basketball wives, and that's all you feeding in your head, you may not have no knowledge in to solve your problem. So you may have to, as Brother Shakur said, you got to study. So you got to go look at a book. You got to go read a lecture. Maybe we need to get a mentor, pay for a one-on-one -on -one consultation somewhere to get and arm yourself with the tools to show yourself Hey, man, shoot, I got force and power, which is what God is. I got force and power, and I'm finna overcome this block, this wall that's been in my life. It was in my life last week, but it won't be by Friday. So Friday morning, I want y'all to come. 
Friday morning, we're going to talk about what goal did you achieve? What obstacle were you able to overcome this Friday? Somebody said, I like this video. How are you all talking? Need to speak with you, brother, being in person. I can't talk like I want to. Uh, I don't know about in person because I don't know you, but you can come over here to the Zoom and type in www.brotherbenlinks.com, www.brotherbenlinks.com. At the top, you can hit that button that says join us every morning, Monday through Friday. It's going to open up your text message. It's going to have you send a, a send the word nation to my number, and it's going to respond with a Zoom link and a passcode. Come on every morning. That's how you can join us on the audio call because I would like to hear your feedback. And listen, you can talk how you want to on this on this here Zoom. Your channel ain't going to get terminated. It'll be mine. So I, you're welcome to come on this Zoom and say whatever you want to say. Okay? So I thank you all for listening, man. I'll see you guys, inshallah, in the morning. I got a, I got a meeting I got to get on. So hopefully y'all don't mind me closing this thing out. But uh, we got a meeting in the morning. I'll see you guys in the morning. And we probably going to stick to 8 o'clock. I, I hope that's okay with y'all. Because sometimes I be up late, 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 and then it be kind of hard for me to get up sometime and, and, and be have everything prepared by 6. So um, I think 8 is, is a happy medium. And then, of course, when Ramadan, we'll, we'll go back down. But I think 8 is, is a happy medium uh, for me. I'm not really a morning person, but I've been doing it. We've been doing it since the first day of Ramadan. We've been keeping this thing going consistently. So we're going to keep it going, even if we got to shift the time. We're going to keep this thing going. So thank you all for listening, man. I'll see you guys in the morning. Peace.